0: On the Man of Mondays, I'm your host, Brother Will. Welcome to the new and improved Man Up Mondays. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for tuning in. And man, this sounds a whole lot better on my end. Man, it sounds good. Thank you, Jesus. I hope this sounds a whole lot better on your end as well. I have made some slight upgrades on equipment. It's very important to save for the future, but it's also all right to enjoy the fruits of our labor. That's called balance. Amen. But this episode is titled, So... You want to be a truck driver, Part Two. I made Part One as simple as possible on purpose because I didn't want to confuse anybody, and I wanted to, and I wanted to present the information as simple as possible. But on this episode, I'm going to elaborate on some things and go into details a little bit more. Um, of course, you know I've been I've been driving for 13 years, and within that 13 years. I was a local driver for eight years. I'm not that guy that has been at the same job for 10 plus years. No, I have, I have had several driving positions within my career. I have done refrigerated. I have done dry van. I have worked at um, an environmental company for five and a half years. And at that company, which was a local position, I have done primarily box truck. I've done oil tanker every now and then. I've done uh, roll-off container every now and then. I've done the vacuum work dump trucks. At another company, I've done pneumatic trailers, hauling fly ash and concrete. I've been in the LTL market, less than truckload. I was a city driver, did that for a year. And now for the last couple of years, I've been doing tanker, liquid tanker. And now I'm currently doing um, liquid hazmat tanker. So this industry, it has been a blessing to me. I recommend number one, go to the Lord in prayer to see if this will be the right move for you because everything is not for everybody. But if this is for you, it can and will change your life. Yes, go to the Lord in prayer. Seek his wisdom guidance and let him direct your paths. Amen. That's very important. We shouldn't go off our own emotions. very important to um, fast and pray and let the Lord direct our paths. Amen. Amen. If you want to go through a company or a truck driving school, these companies are not the same. These companies are not the same. It's very important to do your own research because... You, you want to be in a situation where it benefits you. That's the whole part of, of going out and getting a job. You know what I mean? Is be able to take care of your family. So it all depends where you live at. You can be in a situation where you are paid to get your CDO license. It's very important to do your own research. So that way you are in the best situation that benefits you. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's the training process, getting your CDO license, it's, it's kind of tough. The, your first year, like I said in, the, in part one, is going to determine if you're going to make it or not. But it's very important to start on a solid foundation and do your own research so you can be on a pathway to success. You're going to make mistakes, but you can learn from someone else's mistakes. So it's very important just to really slow down, take your time, do your own research and figure out which route you want to go. You want to go through a come to get your CDL or through a truck driving. Um, the training process it's it's kind of tough. It was really tough for me. Like I said, I got my permit and license through a company, and I had to go out with an instructor. I had two instructors um, while I had my permit. First instructor, he had a family emergency, so I had to get another instructor. And after I got my license, I had two trainers. Um, the first trainer, we 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 it, it was pretty cool, but it got to a point where um, you know, he was he was a young guy, man. All he wanted to do was hang out. Because they had this thing called Idolair. We was out in California. They had this thing called Idolair. I put my own money in this machine. And then after as soon as I put my money in the machine, he didn't want to go out and just just hang out and stuff. I'm like, I got off that dude's truck. Fortunately, I knew someone, I called someone up and um they hooked me up and gave me a ride to Denver, Colorado, and I cut the and I caught the bus back from Denver to Springfield, Missouri. But the training process is it's, it's kind of tough. It was tough for me, but hang in there. I recommend that you, you have some type of emergency cast for emergency situations because the training is, is tough. You know, you're going to you're meet all kinds of people in this transportation industry, and sometimes the trainer and trainee they might not get along. You let the company know that. It's it's all right if you don't get along. Just don't argue with anybody. Just Just contact the company and let them know what's going on with the situation. You know, but always be respectful. But the, the training process, that was tough. I think I was, when I first started, I think the longest period of time I was away from home was two months. Um, but it all depends where you live at. You might get to start off with a local position. That's why it's important to do your own research. But yeah, I was when I first started off, sometimes I was gone away for a month or two at a time. But now, it's not like that. And it doesn't have to be that way for you either. Yeah, you might can, can start off in a local position. It all depends where you live, what opportunities might present themselves. So that's why I say it's always important to do your own research because I can't tell you what's going on in Texas. I can't tell you what's going on in California, New York, Washington State, because I don't live in those places. I live in South Carolina. So I would not depend and rely on someone else to tell you about the available opportunities in your area. I'm telling you, it makes a difference. But you might can get, get hooked up with a local company and they can train you to get your CDL. Hey Amen. Yeah, but the training process was tough. Always wise to stay with your first company at least six months through a year. You know, you're not going to see really high numbers, really high income. You, you can do fifty to $60,000 your first year, but I wouldn't expect to, to see seventy to $80,000 for your first year. No, nah, that's not normal. I'm not saying it can't happen, but it's not normal. After your first year, if you're not satisfied move on. The thing I say, the reason why I say stay with your first company for at least six months to a year, because when it's time to upgrade, a lot of these recruiters and companies, they want to see job stability. It's not wise to start job hopping. You don't want to do that. You want to do that. These companies and recruiters, they want to see stability and clean driving records. Because like I said in the earlier episode, as long as your license is clean, you can get to the green. But there's a combination of three things. You need job stability, clean license, and good health. Amen? Good health. So no drugs, no alcohol. Like I stated in the uh, first episode, a refused drug test is treated just like a failed one. So you don't you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Um, yeah, these jobs are not the same. But you can go high as you want to go. Baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, baby steps, man, baby step. Getting your license, getting your permit license, going through training, um, you got your you at the next company or if you at you might still be at your first. But always always do them baby steps. You can go high as you want to go. In the first episode, some of you guys might want to be an owner operator. Now, the recommended way I would do that, start out as a company driver and learn the business. Learn the business. Learn the truck and lanes, learn the routes, um, understand the business. And then you might want to look into um some type of lease lease purchase program. A walkaway lease. I wouldn't I do not recommend signing up with the lease purchase program that that's attached to your credit. I highly recommend doing something that's a walkaway lease. That way it gives you an idea if being an owner operator is right for you. Yeah, do the lease purchase program. But that's what I'll make if you think you want to be an owner operator, try doing your research on the lease purchase program. I've done it. I've done the lease purchase program. At my very first job at Prime, I got fired for logbook violation. So, but it it does work. The way I see that it works is through teams. You know what I mean? That's just my honest opinion. The way that I have seen the lease purchase program work is through team driving. I think, in my honest opinion, I think the quickest way to come up in the transportation industry is through team driving or having no bills at all. I understand if you got a family, quickest way to come up in the trucking game. If you're a single guy, is to have absolutely no bills. No bills at all. No car payment. You no, know, just just minimize your expenses or a team operation. The quickest way to come up in the trucking game. But yeah, the trucking industry is definitely a blessing. I try to keep this episode, you know, down to at least ten to fifteen minutes. Um yeah, but these these companies are not the same. I'm at the point where I'm not excited about numbers if like i said I, I look on indeed every now and then it's not like it's not like i'm interested for a job but i don't get too excited about numbers because i know the truth anytime you see a company start throwing out large numbers that, that should be a warning sign or maybe like even a sign-on bonus that should be like a warning sign you know what i mean because if, if a job is really good enough then they don't have to offer a sign-on bonus because it's going to be consistent you know what i mean I think that's why some of these companies um, do the sign on bonus because they have a a really high turnover rate. I highly recommend for you being a new driver that you get either paid by the mile or by the hour. I'm not a huge fan of the percentage pay or any 1099 position. Get a W-2. 1099, uh, 1099 in my opinion, is for someone that's an owner-operator that has a business license. They're insured and bonded because 1099 is not your friend as an employee. What a 1099 does, it prevents the company, it stops. What a 1099 does is they don't have to pay any benefits for you, okay? That's why it's important to be on a W-2 position to get your benefits, you know what I mean? So, yeah, get paid. My honest opinion, either get paid by the mile or by the hour as a company driver. You know, you're going to find some things out. I I don't want to tell you so much, but you're going to have to learn on your own. You can... Learn from mistakes from other people. Get, get your hazmat. Get all your endorsements. That maximizes your pay. Get your Twit card. If you want to go to Canada, get your passport. But yeah, this industry, is de- it will definitely bless you if this industry is for you. It's real, like I said, it's real important to do your own research. Do your own research. Go to the Lord in prayer. Do your own research. Go to the Lord in prayer. But I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your time. If you have any um, additional questions, you can reach me at thedobster at yahoo.com. That is T-H-A-D-O-B-S-T-E-R at yahoo.com. Thank you, guys. God bless y'all. Love y'all. Peace.